Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 69 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you the seven most common excuses or reasons that I hear why people don't invest in property and they fail to achieve the results they want. Now, some of these might feel like very valid reasons to you, but I would say, actually, if you allow them to be, they're just excuses. And I want to help you reframe how you think about some of these and overcome these potential challenges. Now, the very first reason I hear why people don't invest in property is they say, I don't have enough money to invest in property. Now, this comes down to several factors. First of all, these people may not realize that actually there are very creative strategies you can use where there's not a lot of money required. Most people think you have to have big 25% deposits to put into every property. And for normal traditional investing, that is the case. But there are creative strategies where you don't need to put in a lot of money. And even where you do have to put in 25% deposits, if you find really good deals, then there are other people who don't have the time, the knowledge, the inclination or energy to find good deals themselves. And they'd love to work with someone like you who is finding good deals. And you could joint venture for mutual benefit. So maybe you find the deal, they find the money, and everyone profits from this arrangement. So not having enough money is A, a lack of knowledge, and also it's a lack of mindset and belief. Because you might think, well, okay, who's going to lend money to me? As I said, the reality is there are lots of people who've got plenty of money that would love to invest in property, but they don't know how to find good deals. So if you really want to help yourself, learning how to find really good deals is one of the best things you can do if you want to be a successful property investor. Now that links on to the second reason I hear why people say, oh, I can't invest in property. And that's because they say, I can't find any good deals in my area. Again, this comes down to a couple of things. First of all, I believe there are always motivated sellers in every area, in every market condition. In the last property boom in 2007, that was the time I bought most of my really good below market value deals with no money in because I was finding motivated sellers. And even in the boom of 2020, the unexpected boom where we had the pandemic and we had this pent up demand and government intervention, which meant the market boomed, I still agreed and negotiated a really good deal on a six bed HMO in Birmingham because I know how to find motivated sellers. So there are motivated sellers everywhere. You need to learn how to find them. You also need to understand what actually makes a good deal. A lot of people, they don't educate themselves. And even if a good deal was staring them in the face, they wouldn't recognize it. So you really need to understand the fundamental property investing strategies. So when you find a good deal, you move quickly. Because if it really is a good deal, if you don't move quick enough, someone else is going to snap it up. So often it's not that there aren't good deals in your area. It's you're not moving quick enough when you come across them. Now, number three is people say deals don't stack up in my area. Now, obviously, some areas are more expensive than others. Often I hear people who live in London saying, oh, it's not possible to invest in London. Well, it's more expensive in London and other cities. You just need to increase the figures you're working with. And remember, if you're not using your money, 
Don't be limited to the size of deals based on your resources. If you find a really good deal, there are plenty of people who will work with you. So let me give an example. One of my mastermind students, uh, Jennifer Wiltshire, uh, she lives in Kingston in London, which is a very expensive area. And she wanted to do HMOs because she wanted to get great cash flow. And the point is that if you buy an existing HMO in an expensive area, I would agree it's hard to get something that's going to give you the return on investment that you should be getting from an HMO, which should be at least 15% plus. However, she tweaked the strategy. She did her local research. She found exactly where the areas of demand were, and she bought some dilapidated uh, probate properties from motivated sellers. She spent some good money refurbing them. She refinanced to take most of her money out. And yet she's got these three HMOs, each of which make three and a half thousand pounds per month. So it's over £10,000 of monthly profit from just three properties in a very expensive area. So again, as long as you know what you're doing and you do your research and due diligence, there are always ways of making deals work in your particular area. Now, excuse number four, or should I say reason number four, why people say I can't invest in property, is they say I don't have enough time to invest. I'm just too busy. Now look, I understand. I'm a pretty busy person. I have lots of things going on in my life. I'm sure you have lots of things going on in your life as well. But the interesting thing is, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. How come some people manage to find the time to invest in property, create cash flow and long-term generational wealth, and some people don't find the time? For me, it comes down to two things. It comes down to, first of all, making a decision that investing in property is a really important thing to do, and then making that a priority. If you make something important enough and if you want to do it, you will find the time to do it. That's why having a really strong reason why is very, very important. So first of all, you have to decide, make it a priority, and you will find the time. The next thing is you need to focus. It's about not the amount of time you spend, but what you're doing in that time to make sure you're doing the right things. Many people on my property mastermind program have got full-time jobs or they're running a busy business and they don't have a lot of spare time. They might only have eight to 10 hours a week, but the eight to 10 hours they have, they make sure they are laser focused in that time doing the right things. So if you find yourself being too busy, I would suggest that maybe you're not being as efficient in your life as you could be. There are probably things you're doing which if you stop doing them would have no impact on your life at all. So maybe looking at how you spend and how you invest your time for a week or two might be a good thing to do. If you track every 15 minutes how you spend your time, you could then work out where you're wasting your time, the things that you really don't need to be doing, the things that maybe you do need to do and you should focus on those, and also the things you can delegate to other people. Because trying to do everything on your own in property is a very difficult thing to do. For example, there are lots of tasks you can get a virtual assistant. And you could pay them maybe five or seven pounds an hour, which is a really good salary for them. And yet less than you'd pay minimum wage in the UK. And they can do a lot of the background work for you. So think about leveraging your time, focusing and getting that real commitment to make sure that you are doing the right things. Another reason why people fail to invest. An excuse is, well, I'm not sure it's a good time to invest right now. The market's going up too much. The market's coming down too much. The market's plateauing. Whatever's happening, people always say, I'm not sure it's a good time to invest. Well, I believe that there are two best times. The best time to invest is absolutely 20 years ago. 
But if you missed 20 years ago, the second best time is right now. Now, obviously, you need to know what you're doing. You need to educate yourself. You need to do your due diligence. And my belief is this. No matter what's happening in the market, if you follow my golden rules of investing, the five golden rules, which are in my book, Property Magic, and there's a, a podcast episode all about them. If you follow the golden rules, you can really minimize the risk and maximize the return. So let me very quickly remind you about those rules. Rule number one is we want to work with motivated sellers. And as I said, if you find motivated sellers, then you'll, there'll be good deals and they'll stack up well in your area. Golden rule number two is we only ever buy property in an area with a strong rental demand. There's no point you buying it if you can't rent it out. Rule number three is we only ever buy property that makes us positive cash flow today. We're not buying for long-term appreciation. We expect that's going to happen. That's a bonus, but it must make money today. Profit every single month after all the expenses are covered. Rule number four is we're buying for the long term. You can make some money short term by buying and flipping property, but that is susceptible to changes in market condition. If you plan to hold property long term, that's where you create the true generational wealth. And rule number five, you need to have a cash buffer. Some money put aside to cover the unexpected expenses that come up sometimes. So if you follow the golden rules, particularly rule number two, three, and four, so buy in an area of strong rental demand, buy a property that makes you positive cash flow, and plan to hold for the long term, if you follow those three rules, then it doesn't matter if short-term property prices go down because you're holding long-term, you're making cash flow, and you know you can rent it out. Therefore, I don't really mind what's happening to the market. Booming, stagnating, or crashing, as long as you find good deals, you can always make them work. And so don't wait for the right time. So many people put it off. They say, someday I'll do this, someday I'll do that. And the reality is time flies by. And before you know it, you get to retirement age. You don't have a strong enough pension. You have to take a significant dip in your living standard. Now, that is not a good situation. I don't want that for anyone who listens to this podcast. And if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you should be getting some of the knowledge and skills you need to become a more successful investor. So please do go and listen to these episodes to put it completely free. There's some great information for you. You can absolutely do this. Don't put this off. Number six, I often hear this. People say, well, I don't have a good enough credit rating, so I can't get mortgages. Now, let's look at this in a couple of stages. First of all, if you want to buy property in your own name or in a business, then you might need to get mortgages at some point in the future. And the lenders will look at your personal credit rating. So I understand that if you don't have a great credit rating, you might not be able to get mortgages right now. That is a fact. However, a lot of people assume they can't get mortgages and don't actually check. So my challenge, if you feel that something's stopping you, is go and speak to an independent mortgage broker. That's someone who's got access to the full mortgage market. You can meet one at one of the property investor network meetings. All of them have a mortgage broker. And get them to do what's called a decision in principle. Explain your situation. They'll get what's called a dip decision in principle and see if you can get mortgages or not. Many people I meet say, oh, I can't get mortgages. I ask them, have you tried? They say no. And they come back and tell me, oh, actually, I can get mortgages. So get rid of that limiting belief. Understand if you can or can't get mortgages. Get a decision in principle. 
The other thing is, if you can't get mortgages, there are still plenty of strategies you can use to get cash flow and even equity growth from property that you don't own, such as rent to rent, such as purchase lease options. These are all great strategies you can do and your credit rating does not matter at all. If you actually want to buy property, you could joint venture with someone else who has a very good credit rating, put the property in their name, you'd have a deed of trust in place to make sure that you have an interest in the property still, but this is a way you can invest without being able to get finance in your own personal name. And then number seven, the final reason that stops and blocks people from achieving everything they want in property is they say, I just can't seem to motivate myself. Now, this is not just people who are new at property. This is people who maybe have invested in property for a number of years. They've actually had some property success. And for some reason, they kind of lose their mojo. They lose their momentum. So I've got a couple of suggestions for you here, first of all. Earlier on in this podcast, I said you've got to get really clear about your reason why. Why do you want to do this? What is it going to mean to you if you can replace your income, if you can build a pension for the future, if you can create a legacy for your loved ones? I want you to think about that and get really excited about your future. If you're not excited about your future self, it's going to be very difficult to be motivated in the today. So create a big future self, a big image of where you want to be and what you want your life to be. Because the reality is your future self is going to be different from who you are right now. And if you start taking action, you start educating yourself and moving forward, then you're going to find that life's going to come much better for you. So Get around other like-minded people. If other people are being successful, that will build your belief about what's possible. Because after all, if they've done it, it means you can do it as well. So you've really got to understand why do you want to invest, get really clear on that. And also, you might need to create some artificial pain. One problem I see is sometimes people, they enjoy what they do, they get a really good income from it, they've got a good lifestyle, and so they're very comfortable. And that means they don't have any reason to get into property to motivate themselves. Well, I think one of the big lessons from 2020 was that none of us can rely on just one source of income. We saw millions of people put onto furlough, and they were quite rightly very concerned about their future. If you have just one income from a a job or even you've got a great business, you never know when that income might disappear. You need to have multiple streams of income. And so if you are sitting there feeling very comfortable at the moment, maybe you need to create some artificial pain. What happened if you lost that source of income? What happened if you weren't able to work? How would you and your family cope and survive? And that might be enough to motivate you. And sometimes moving away from pain is more powerful than moving towards pleasure. So motivate yourself, get out there, take action, because this is the year of no excuses. So a couple of other podcasts that you might want to listen to that might be useful if you enjoyed this. I talk about my my maximum achievement model in episode number 48. That's really how you can get the right knowledge, mindset and support together around you. And also in episode number 42, I talk about the four blocks that could stop you making huge property and profit. There's a little bit of overlap, but there's extra value which I haven't covered in this particular episode. So to summarize these four reasons, or I would say excuses, why people don't invest in property. Number one, they say, I don't have enough money to invest in property. Number two, I can't find any good deals in my area. Number three, deals don't stack up in my area. Number four, I don't have enough time to invest. I'm just too busy. Number five, I'm not sure if it's a good time to invest now. Number six, I don't have a good credit rating, so I can't get mortgages. And number seven, I can't seem to motivate myself. I hope that none of these are going to be reasons or excuses that are going to stop you investing in property. 
So look, if you gained some value from today's podcast, I've got two recommendations and one request. The first recommendation is make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's completely free every Tuesday, and that means you won't miss one of the episodes. Also, go back and listen to other past episodes. There's so much great content for you. If you listen to all the episodes, I promise you, you will know more than the average investor in the UK. And my request is if you like the podcast, please leave a five-star review to say why you like the podcast so other people can read that review and they will be able to also benefit from listening to this podcast. I would really appreciate that. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.